Welcome to our podcast. We hope it will last the rest of our lives. Finally got off our butts and started doing it. It only took us about six months and now it's here. It's starting right now. Woohoo! What? Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This is going to be our first episode, um, kind of an introductory episode, just to kind of let you get to know me and my friends sitting on the stool over there. Uh, hey, friend sitting on the stool over there, would you like to introduce yourself to the, the lovely people watching or listening, I should say? I don't know how to introduce myself. <laughs> I was literally sitting there thinking for like two minutes. Um, hi, my name is Max. Sure, my name is Max. All right, cool. And I'm Jordan, and we're here today to talk about, um, well, preferably what we would like to talk about is entertainment um, of most kinds. We're, we're, we're consumers of many different kinds of entertainment, from video games being probably my primary one, and I would say yours, would, would you say music or film is your primary consumed entertainment? Oh, gosh. Um <clears throat> we 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 get into those hard questions right off the bat. Uh no, my my main one is literally anything. Um yeah. I don't I spread it out. So like I play video games a little bit, not a whole lot, but I I play it quite a bit, but I listen to music a lot, listen to podcasts. I listen to specifically I don't listen to any podcasts that are just like talk show based except for one. Yeah. I listen to mainly narration ones or story podcasts, fictional ones. Yeah. And then I also read books a lot. Like I read, I was a very prolific reader earlier in my life. Mm, and then yes, also quite. I watch a lot of TV shows. I don't, I actually time. I can't even say that I watch a lot of TV shows compared to other people, but I, I watch a significant amount of what I consider good, good television and movies. So I'm just all over the place. Yeah. I would say probably the same for me too. I, um, don't even lie. You don't watch TV. You don't watch TV. Yeah, that's shows true. I, I don't. Movies. I don't watch TV. Um, not very much. I, I watch some TV, but only very specific things. Um, but in terms of just the, the the spread of like entertainment that I consume, I would say it's pretty it's pretty broad. And I know I know a decent amount about quite a bit of it, but neither basically, of us read comic books. <laughs> not yet, at least. I, I would love to read comics. I just. It's hard to find the time sometimes. I have a lot of them. Well, I have a lot of graphic novels, um, but I don't go out of my way to collect them. That's, yeah. That was never my thing. Yeah, that's the other thing. They're just expensive. They're expensive to collect if you want the physical ones. And I hate reading off screen, so it would have to be physical, I think. And it's just expensive, but you know. But anyways, we uh, we basically started this podcast just so we can come on here and, and talk about some of this and, and hopefully the, the intention at least is to help um, or to aid in the um, expanding of people's horizons in terms of the dissemination of other experiences. Yeah. Something like that. We, we, we want to, we want to share things that we spread think they're interesting, it. spread it to the wind, talk about why we think they're interesting, things like that. Um, why they're the best thing that ever existed objectively and the cool thing that would end up coming of this if this podcast ever takes off and we end up having an audience is kind of the interaction back and forth getting multiple people's opinions and and creating kind of a, a community where people can talk about you know all kinds of entertainment in a and i think a good environment 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of times we, um, just as people, especially in America, we, we take entertainment and we're very judgmental about entertainment. Or we oh, go, oh, you like animals and to dress up like them. That's the really like far left ones. Or, oh, you like magic and dressing up in capes, color coordinated based on one specific attribute about yourself. You're weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you like sports where people literally dress up in tights and tackle each other. So, yeah, don't be such a dirt. Yeah, I've. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, don't be such a dirt. <laughs> there's a lot of judgment that goes around in these kind of subcultures of of entertainment that seems to be unnecessary. I think that as long as you're not hurting anybody, uh, it's cool to like whatever it is that you like. Um, we're here to talk about it, it's gonna it's not gonna be as easy for us to talk about entertainment that we don't necessarily uh, consume ourselves. So romance novels are out. I'm sorry. There's, <laughs> sorry. There's, there's not going to be any talk about that whatsoever, except to maybe make jokes like this one right here. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We, we're just not, we're not big romance novels readers or, or, or romance people. Yeah, not really. Um, um but yeah, so we're going to talk ro- about romantic comedies are fun. Sometimes the old ones in the eighties, those are good. Those are dope. Uh, there's some pretty decent new ones that have come out recently, I think. I wouldn't know. The Big Sick was good. Oh, wait, time out. No, I 100% know. That one was great. Yeah, it was um, good. But yeah, so we're going to talk about movies, specific movies, genres, um, subgenres, specific specific standalone titles that pique our interest, but we might just always we might just clump it together in a genre and talk about uh, collections of movies or like specific oh, these like I don't know, specific thrillers or specific um, spaghetti westerns, things like that. Or we also might lump genres together and throw bands together and be like, oh, yeah, these people are really cool and we like them. But also, these people are super dope and not a lot of people know about them. You should listen to them. But we just don't know what we're going to do yet. We're going to flesh it out as we get there. Um, But we're going to pretty much, for the most part, deal with it in three sections. Um gaming's probably always going to be one because we're both pretty into that and music as well. And we'll figure out what goes into the third spot. Yeah. The third spot is kind of a mix of, we don't really know what to call it. It's basically just video entertainment. Anything that's like YouTube movies, short films, long films, TV shows, animation, movies, movie, animated movies, animated TV shows from movies, 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 those are the greatest ones right there. Milvies. Yeah. Um, but we're also going to also talk about some podcasts as well, because those are dope as well. I said as well twice, three times now. As well, as well, as well. <laughs> as well, as well, as well. As well, as well, as, well. as, as, well, as well. As um, was well. <laughs> but yeah, so I think for the first episode here, we're going to start out by talking about specific things. What's your that, kink? That we like. No. About entertainment no um what's talking about talking about kind of the the things i i would say probably too the things that we have in common what gets your ticker going i mean you should probably stop stop trying to think of phrases to say the same thing it's so much fun you've already conveyed um um but yeah so uh without further ado i think we should get into it um like I said earlier, when I 
when I think entertainment, the first thing that my head goes to is video games. And that's just because that's what I have grown up on. And uh, it's been my main source of entertainment for as long as I can remember and probably will continue to be for the rest of my days. I mean, um, mine as well. I mean, even when I, well, I, I played video games a lot as a younger person. I say younger, I'm not, I'm not old, but younger as in like adolescent. Um, and then when I grew up, when I grew up, when I grew into like teenager, all that video games were kind of like pushed away from in our house. And we we're just like, my dad was not into them. So we just weren't really allowed to like spend a whole lot of time doing it. Um, and then when I hit college, they kind of like came back. So I haven't been able to get away from them. But like teenage was when I started moving into like TV shows, movies, music, finding other forms of entertainment to fill what was originally founded on video games. Yeah. So I think the 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 def uh, the defining question uh, that you would ask most people when they first say that don't they even play video say games. it don't even say it that is the dumbest question you could ever think to you ask you don't know anyone. what I'm about to ask what's your favorite video game no is the dumbest that's question. not what I was gonna ask okay, you well, what are you gonna ask I was gonna ask what's your what was your first video game what's the first video game you remember playing Age of Empires slash Super Smash Brothers slash Donkey Kong Country I, they're all kind of mixed together um, but when I was younger, we had an N64. We had, ooh, that's actually a funny story. Um, I broke it. Uh, <laughs> first wow. rage, first and last rage quit of my existence. Um, but we were playing Super Smash Brothers. Um, no, we played Super Smash Brothers and we played Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country. We played Donkey Kong 64 and we also played Goldeneye, all the great um, multiplayer N64 games. Well, Donkey Kong 64 was a multiplayer, but yeah. Yeah, it was. It had a multiplayer. Was it? Yeah, you ran around and you like shot. I don't remember that. You could play as di- you could play as different Donkey Kongs. Uh, you could play as Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong. I think you could play as King K. Rool, but I'm not positive. But I don't think so. You could play as Trixie and yeah, I think that was the other one. Was it Trixie? Trixie Kong and uh, the other one. He was an orangutan, and I don't remember what his name was. Oranga Kong. No, King Kong. You could play as that one too. Um, but yeah, no. So Donkey Kong Country, uh, we were actually in Donkey the middle. Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong 64, whatever. Um, we were in the middle of a Donkey Kong 64 game. And I died. And I was upset about that. So I think I threw my controller at the N64 and then it broke. <laughs> Not the controller, but the N64. Um, which was, uh, as so, that was a funny thing. Um, yeah, the freaking controllers. I think you could probably kill somebody with an N64 controller. That that got dark. Pretty easily. But that was the first never rage quit of my existence. I've never done it since. I've never gotten to the point where a video game has pushed me the pushed me to be like, oh, this game's stupid. I hate everyone. I'm gonna do violence. So but yeah. Um and then moving on from that, we played computer games and Age of Empires 2 was the first one there. But those are my first. What were your firsts? My first, my first video game I ever played was uh, Super Mario sixty four, the classic. Um, the classic. I love that da- game to death, and it. I love that damn game. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it's very, it's a very meaningful game to me, and it, it is. Side note, I don't know why my parents got me that game because that game was not meant for at the time I was probably four or five. A game is not meant for young, young children. 
Um, it's hard. Oh, okay. I was about to be like, well, why not? It's a fun game. And the piano monster in, in Boo's Mansion is terrifying. But that that aside, that game is hard. And it's it's got a lot of like obscure things in it. Um, like getting the wing cap or whatever. Like the light starts shining down from the ceiling and you look up and it takes you to the wing cap level. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, as an adult, I don't know if I'd be able to figure that, that out, but I remember figuring stuff out like that as a, as a young, young kid just by accident and it being the greatest thing ever. So that game was kind of had a, a magical, you know, uh, stigma around it for myself. So that game, uh, I mean, I was raised on the N64, um, I was raised on Nintendo pretty much um, since the N64. I was a, I was born a little too late to get into the SNES when I was a child. Um, have since gone back and played the SNES, but when I was a child, I played N64. Uh, played things, uh, played things like Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Kart. Freaking, I had this Army Men game on the on the N64 where you played as it was like the attack helicopter game. Was it the green army men? Yeah. That, that game was fun. It was the one it was, there were a couple on the N64, but the one I had was the attack helicopter one. The one where you only played as the helicopters. I loved that game. Uh, played that one a lot. Uh, Diddy Kong racing boy, boy, people love Mario Kart, but Diddy Kong racing is the best kart racing game. I don't think I've ever played that one, but it's so good. Back to the Donkey Kong thing, real quick. We had the uh, specific Donkey Kong sixty four in sixty four, the translucent green one. Oh, really? And I broke that one. So yeah, wow. <laughs> it was a it was a great time to be a seven year old me. Um, but uh, Donkey Kong sixty four did have a multiplayer. You could cool. play as King of the Hill. Oh, sorry, Last Man Standing and Deathmatch. Um, I did not know that. You just ran around and shot other people with like your little peanut guns. And things like that. But I think you could also pick up other guns and different things like that. It was infuriating sometimes. And that's why the N64 broke. But uh, <laughs> as you were saying, as you're saying, you grew up on like Nintendo mainly. Yeah. I only played Nintendo 64 and then we switched to uh, Sony. So we did uh, PS2, uh, the mm-hmm. PS1. And I did have a PS2 as well. So I had all the Nintendo consoles. I've had every Nintendo console since the N64. Um, and then we started doing PS2 and PS3, and now PS4. Yeah, yeah. Um, PS the PS systems are pretty great. Um, uh, we we eventually, I say we eventually, we maybe branched out into Xbox 360, maybe just a little bit, just to play Halo, but wasn't we didn't stick to it. Mm-hmm. PS4, the PS4 and the PS3 are the main game systems that I've played on most of my life, aside from the best one ever, which is your computer. Freaking using you say that you don't have one though. I don't have a gaming computer, but I have a computer that can play games. It can run specific games that aren't too taxing. You have a Mac. It's not the same. Hey, that thing, that king, that thing can run games. It can some games, but yeah, I, I I've eventually too moved to PC, and that's where I primarily play games now. Also, what happened it's to similar. No Judgment? So what if I have a Mac? Whatever. <laughs> who cares not me <laughs> it plays games that's all i care about but yeah so games played games most of my life 
Uh, so yeah, that's our that's our that's kind of our background. Games, on, on games at least. Games, they're fun. Play them. What's your support them as an art form? What are your not going to say favorite games? What are your what are some of your favorite games? Some of my favorite games that stick out. Top four. Um, well, I don't know. I it's like say top five. It's like it's like a top list for any anything else. Like you're gonna have like it's gonna fluctuate constantly. Yeah. Most of the time. I have games up there that shouldn't be up there. Just because I had a whole lot of time, fun time playing them, but they're not great games. And you're just like, yeah. why is that one on there? Because it's great. Um, it's not. But probably probably my favorite games of all time are um, Final Fantasy VII, um, Persona 4. Um, you like Persona 4 better than Persona 5? Just because of what it means to me, and okay. the nostalgia factor, yes, I do. I, I think Persona 5 is a better game, but I, I do like Persona 4 more personally. It's like liking Majora's Mask better than Breath of the Wild. One's a better game, one yes. just like means something more. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because um, don't you like Majora's Mask better than Breath of the Wild? Or, um, or is it not Majora's Mask? I might be thinking of a different one. I like Majora's Mask more than Ocarina of Time, Yeah, which people think is weird, but... No, I, I know so many people who would support you in that decision. Yeah, that reminds me because uh, Majora's Mask is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, You're welcome. Super Mario 64, I love that game to death. Um, as I said earlier, I think that... And I think it's more for nostalgia because it is... I think it is a little clunky to play now. Oh, it 100% is. I have it right now. It's It's so weird. It, it feels it feels a little weird to play now. And for me, I, I think for me, it's like riding a bike. Like you, you start playing it and you're like, oh, shoot, this feels normal. But when you kind of step back and look at it objectively, I think that it's um, I think it's a little rougher than we might remember it being It was well, what, like the first of its kind. So one of my favorite. Well, I say one of my favorite. I like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Duh. But I also prefer super smash brothers 64 to almost all of the other ones and i've played most of all the other ones i don't think i've played smash 4 but melee all of those other brawl all of them i would always just be like yeah but 64 one's better and then ultimate came out and it's so smooth it's so nice and then i went back to and i also had hadn't played the 64 version in forever i went back to it just a couple uh, weeks ago and i was like oh gosh wow talk about clunk it's you can't go anywhere it's well you can go everywhere you want but it's just so insanely old it's just old yeah so it's yeah like, why are you so old <laughs> <laughs> so yeah my favorite games are yeah final fantasy 7 uh, i'll just say final fantasy the the final fantasy series the persona series the zelda series i i'm a big jrpg guy dark souls um demon souls bloodborne I'm a I'm a JRPG guy. I like the um, I like the kind of stories they tell. Um, and to the dismay of some, I really think that turn-based combat's fun. Um, lots of people would uh, think that I'm clinically insane, but I I do I do enjoy turn-based combat. And I know there are other people that do as well. So I I think it's fun. But those are the those are the types of games that typically interest me. Uh, the most is ga- games with good, either good stories or good characters. Um, mm-hmm. 
what are some of your favorite games? What are the types of games you default to? Hmm. Uh, for me, it's more 100% based entirely in single player story. Mm-hmm. Um, those are most of the games that I find fun and I jump across genres in terms of which ones I enjoy. Um, so I really love the Borderlands games just because they're single player stories and those, well, just their stories and their characters are great. It's like a beautiful, it's a beautiful game. It's a hilarious game talking about Borderlands too. And the whole world and the Borderlands universe is great. It's probably one of my favorite games. Um, I would say the Borderlands series, but portal, um, the portal series, mm-hmm. uh, Half-Life, there we go. I was trying to remember what the other names. Half-Life, the Portal series, and <laughs> oh, OG Valve. All, all the great Valve games, great. Um, but no, yeah. So all of those are pretty great. Uh, I really enjoy um, strategy games. So like specifically like top-down um, RTS. RTS, like RTS yeah. games. Top-down RTS games are great. Um, so like, but Age you've of never Empires. played Starcraft. Yeah, I played Age of Empires. It's great. Yeah, Starcraft. Star is, Starcraft is fun though. Uh, I'll I might check it out. But and, and Warcraft is fun too. Actually, Warcraft three, it's pretty fun. And my newest favorite game <laughs> is Apex Legends. <laughs> is no, that's that's just a time waster and thing that's fun to play. <laughs> that's just a that's just a current trend. That's just something I'm hopping on for right now, and I'm gonna hop off when it's like beep beep gone train wreck. But um, when the no. battle pass starts being. $30 instead of 10 or however much it was. I don't, I was $10 for a thousand coins and that would get you the battle pass. Hmm. But I don't know that for any specific reason, but uh, <laughs> not, I didn't buy it or anything. <laughs> I didn't buy a battle pass. Um, I was going to, I was literally just going to like play through and just like earn it just through XP and like playing rounds. Can but you? I, you can. You oh can, really? You can earn, well you can earn individual rewards, but it's like one per level. Or not even one per level, but you get so many more rewards with the battle pass. Like, oh, okay. There's like a bracket of rewards and versus one that you can get for. Oh, okay. Just ranking up without the battle pass. Okay. But Anyways, <laughs> one of my all-time favorite games. Well, one of my all-time favorite games and my newest favorite game is Dead Cells. Um, mm, it's yeah. the, the roguelike combat, roguelike Metroidvania platformer and it's amazing it's one of the most fun games that i've had i've sunk 73 hours into it that's how long it took me to beat it partially because i would just stop for a second and like all the practice that i'd done would go away and then i'd hop back in like why is this game so hard it's because i wasn't practicing and then i'd ride through it but i beat the game like sorry i didn't beat the game i beat the first round of the game there's like three or three other levels well we you beat the last boss. I beat the last boss on the easiest difficulty. Oh, and then, well, well but I, I would say that counts. Yeah, but, well, I mean, it's not even like the... You, ha- you have beat the game. You have not finished the game. Yeah, there you go. Um, because there's still boss cells level one, level two, three, and four to beat through. Right. But that game is just fun. I don't, I don't see myself not continuing to play that. And then Oblivion is my favorite Elder Scrolls game. Yeah? Um, just because the quests... I do like Oblivion. It's The quests are better than in Skyrim, in my I opinion. I agree. But, but yeah, so kind of a, kind of a decent spread. Obviously both of us have played a lot more than just those genres that we've mentioned. Um, but those are the ones that we kind of default towards me personally. I'll I'll play, you know, if there's a game that's like, 
popular or that's um, that people are saying is really good, I'll pick it up and give it a try most of the time. I won't. Yeah. And so it's just a, I, I, and I think that that's a difference in like, um, it, it's the difference in like somebody who's a, who's a really huge movie buff in terms of like, they, they want, they, you know, you know, those people who go and see like every new movie that comes out, it's that kind of thing. Like I, I'm that kind of person for video games a lot of the time, instead of being that for movies or TV shows or whatever. Well, for me, just specific things have to pique my interest. So if like there's not an interesting story or if it doesn't look like it's going to be fun to play, I'm not going to play it. So right. Like, well, yeah. And if I don't think it's interesting, I'm not going to buy it. Like Anthem, I never played, I'm not going to buy Anthem because I, I don't I, care. Yeah. I never played Crisis because it just looked lame. Yeah. Crisis is great, though. And it never it was never my thing. I was just like, oh, look, it's a game where you not a thing. It's like less good Doom. That's what it is. No, it's not. It, it's different than Doom. I, I think you would like Crisis, actually. Um, is there a story? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, you would you would like Crisis, I promise. I don't know. I promise you would like it. Um, it's really fun. But anyways, let's move on. We have I want to play The Witcher. The Witcher? Oh, yeah. The Witcher 3. Because Witcher, Witcher 2 and 1 is it's too old now. No, The Witcher 2 is still good. The Witcher 1 has aged very poorly, but The Witcher 2 yeah. is fine. Um. I could probably play The Witcher 2 on my computer. I don't know. It's pretty high fidelity. Um, but anyways, let's let's move on. I think we've spent enough time on this topic. Let's move on to the There's second one, topic. Well, we were saying there is one last thing that I wanted to say about video games. That's a great. Okay, cool. Second topic. Music. Okay. Music. So. I'm going to take the lead on this one. Um <laughs> well, of course you are the music one but also we're gonna pause for a second um and just like give a little bit of an introduction about ourselves i'm max i am a writer slash musician i write my own music as well as i've been doing that for since i was in high school and i my whole family is musically inclined we all used to sing together and then most of us were forced to play piano at a young age and then well, our parents were like, if you want to learn another instrument, you have to learn piano first. That's the basic life skill we're giving you. So, um, Which is honestly smart. It feels terrible at the time when you're a kid. You're like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to practice piano when I could play outside in the mud. Um, yeah, and then you get older and you're like, man. I want to play piano and stop instead of working outside in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I learned piano at a young age. I still, I still keep up with it somewhat. I need to fix my electric piano, but... I then transitioned to guitar. I taught myself that, which all of my older brothers did before me. And then all of us have written songs, but I'm the only one who's it's kind of stuck with as a thing. Um, and I've gotten a lot of support from both of my parents. And it's like, hey, continue writing songs, continue doing that, continue putting yourself out there with that. So I've been doing that slowly. It's I'm trying to revamp it up, but that's um, where that's where I come from. With little music. little plug here, SoundCloud, uh, Max Garrison. That's M A C K S G A R R I S O N. Max that's not Garrison. how you spell my middle name. Is it not? No, it is. <laughs> oh, I was like, that is how you spell it. <laughs> but my name is spelled weird. It's M A C K S. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Um, no, not my grandfather's middle name was misspelled, and my mom liked it. I didn't say it was because your name's weird. I just said you're weird. Um, and then on SoundCloud, go check it out pretty 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 good pretty it's it's all right it's It's not it's lame no it's really good it's gonna it's gonna be better later on when i transition but but yeah so that that that's why i laugh about max taking over taking charge for the music one because obviously he would um because when it comes to me 
I am not musically talented in the slightest. But you've got a good appreciation for a wide variety of things, so that's good. Sometimes. But the only instrument I ever... Well, I played piano for a little bit when I was younger, too. But my parents didn't force me to do it. So um, when it got to the part where, you know, you have to practice a lot, I was like, man... I don't want to practice a lot. I so I stopped I practicing. I don't, don't want to do this thing. As a result, my skills have deteriorated to the point where I I probably can't even read music anymore. I, I used to be able to read music. Reading but, music is the first thing to go. Yeah. I'm just I'm just letting you know. When you try and sit down and sight read again, you're just like, what? Don't, I don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, um, and then after piano, I learned to play the drums. And I got, I got decent at that. But then again... Time came around to actually practice a lot and do the the stuff like rudiments that aren't fun to put the work in. Yeah, and and I was like, I don't really want to do this. I'd so. rather put the work into fighting games. And there you are. The <laughs> the um the thing is, uh, I, the only saving grace is kind of with drums is that it it's it's a little bit more muscle memory. Oh, it's a lot but, more muscle memory. Yeah, but I mean, you still you still lose it pretty fast because even now, like. Play, I, I can I can do like good rhythm and stuff with my hands, but when I start holding drumsticks, it's entirely different. I don't have the wrist strength anymore, and that sounds dumb to say because it's just two little sticks. But you do have to have a decent amount of wrist strength. As to, a rock climber, I don't think that's dumb. Yeah, literally, but, literally, hand strength goes so quickly if you don't constantly exercise it. Yeah. Um, but a little bit more about me is I'm. <laughs> Let me just talk about myself a little bit more. We're gonna get to you as well, um, but. <laughs> But I'm first. No, I was just trying to finish this little thing before we switched over to you. Uh, so I am a musician. I write my own music. Um, I have somewhat of a, an appreciation for both theory and musical craft in terms of songwriting and composition, as well as classical training. I don't have that much classical training. <laughs> no, I'm not that. I can't play Beethoven. I have. I can't. You can't. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't even read Beethoven. Um, not anymore, um, but I was, I've, I haven't had any vocal lessons either, which is probably a problem, but that's kind of me. I'm the musician slash writer. I also do directing in terms of like video stuff, which we're going to be working on and putting stuff out soon. So keep following that as well. We'll keep you updated, but also Jordan's turn. Humble brag. More about her Jordan. Jordan, go forth and tell us about yourself. There's nothing to tell. A little bit more about your background, sir. <laughs> My background. Well, like, what? What do you? What we do were, you? We were. We were. We were both homeschooled. You didn't mention that. Yeah, I was going to, but then I was like, it seems weird for me to say all the stuff about the background. Well, we were both homeschooled, which was weird. It was great, but it's weird. I can't even say it was weird. I have nothing to compare it to. That's true. I can compare it to college, but college is so much like homeschool. It is ridiculous. <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> like people who are like, "Oh, you were homeschooled? How was that?" I'm like, "You've been in college for three years. You've yeah, had you, this, are, you already know what homeschooling is. It's the same thing. You've had the same experience as me. The only difference is you don't have a mom telling you that you can't do whatever you're doing. You have a RA. Yeah. But other than that, if you live at your college, you're homeschooled. Hot take. Yeah. Um, Welcome to the club. Except we we were we were we were homeschooled earlier, <laughs> but um, yeah, from being a young child. So um, as a result, I uh, you know graduated high school, 
<laughs> technically. You graduated high school, which is all fine and dandy in the in the Texas. I said in the U.S. In the Texas, and then when you wanted to go to college somewhere else, they're like, yeah. And then when you try to go to Washington to go to college, they're like, you have to go to GED. Get so. that gad. Get the gut. Get gad. Get gad. <laughs> get gad fast, boy. <laughs> get gad. Um. So, yeah, I'm a homeschool kid with a GED and a freaking associate's degree now. Yeet. Um, that I plan on never using ha. Um, ha, ha. and never building upon. Ha, so, ha. Ha, ha. Screw you, college. <laughs> <laughs> um, freaking, who was it who said that uh, you're in college, you've reached... Oh, you were telling one of one of our friends at work was talking about how he's, whether or not he is smart. And Jordan was like, you're in college. You have reached... The point you reach society's standards of intelligence. Yeah, you're there. You're making it. And I <laughs> and I just sat there. I was like, I'm quitting college. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> I, I am spitting in society's opinion, spitting yeah. in their eyes. Just like, get out of here. Yeah. So I have kind of a half baked uh, associate's degree. Max is a college dropout or about to be. Wow, so. <laughs> that sounds so bad. No, I think it's cool. <laughs> oh, I think it's cool, man. I think being a high school dropout is cooler though. So as far as my music background goes, um, uh, oh my gosh, no one cares. <laughs> thanks for burping into the microphone during my take, though. That's fine. Oh my gosh. Um. So as far as my music background goes, um, m- most of my early memories of music are typically from stuff that my parents listened to um, when they were kids and just continued listening to as as adults. So lots of 80s music. Um, my mom loves Journey and uh, Mr. Mister and uh, lots of other like 80s Yabon, bands. That, Yaboy Van Yoi. Lots of 80s bands like that. My dad was a huge Michael Jackson fan um, and loved the that pop music as well. Also recently learned that he did have a little bit of a metalhead kick of his own, which I think is extremely funny. Um, for personal reasons. What are the personal reasons? The per well, they're not super personal. Tell the personal it's just, reasons. It's just that my dad, especially early on with my music choices, he wasn't like he wasn't like on my he wasn't like on me about it, on my case about it all the time. But he did. He was. He tried to be very conscious, and he tried to make sure that I was being very conscious of what I was listening to. Um, and it just it always made me laugh. When I when I figured out that he listened to freaking Anthrax and Iron Maiden and and stuff like that, I I I, I that always tickles me. What do we What do we name our band? Uh, drug Anthrax. Yeah, dude, they were edgy. Versus ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the metal band I want to listen to. Ibuprofen. <laughs> ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. But yeah, uh, so my earlier ibuprofen. memories of that. <laughs> That's what it actually is. The band name. I be profane, the metal band you always wanted. My my earliest memories of music are are that are eighties music pretty much, and then I started uh, picking up more so on the rock aspect of things. Um, I started growing up in a in a Christian home. Uh, started listening to like freaking Skillet and and Disciple, which nobody knows who that is, but thank you know, God, I know who that is. Um, and then <laughs> I'm laughing that I said, thank God. <laughs> and then from there, um, I started getting more it, it, disciple was kind of my realization that I 
liked more um, more intense music, a little more hardcore music. They're not very hardcore. You didn't like but cabin music. They were more than. Uh, you didn't like cabin music. You uh, only liked music intense. Shut up. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you said it, and I mean, it was just like you like cabin music, then, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> You're not funny. Open air music, yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't like to be in hammocks, okay. But yeah, I started getting into metal, and uh, that's probably my primary genre of music that I listen to is is metal. Um, so, and especially like metalcore music, um, which only people who listen to metalcore often even know what that means, but metalcore, I don't um, know what it means. It's, it's typically, it's typically the heavier style of music that is also has melodic tendencies to it. Sometimes progressive, um, it's influenced from punk rock and stuff Mm. like that. It's, it's, it's. Uh, it's like heavy punk rock basically. Okay. So nice. it's, it's less, it's, it's not like, um, it's not like thrasher metal, which is like, uh, Metallica is like thrasher metal or a uh, dad metal as we call it now. Um, and then you have things like, like corn and, uh, uh, what's the other band? I feel um, like you just shouldn't ever mention them. Well, they were kind of important in the nineties. I mean, I don't like their music, but I they were important. Definitely. Yeah. Um and but corn, disturbed, things like them, that's like that's new metal as a genre. And I'm not gonna break these down because there's so many intricacies and, and and it ends up not mattering really. You just like what you like and you don't like what you don't like, and that's fine. You just like what you like and you don't get upset or you get upset a lot. Yeah, and then there's like, then there's like black metal with which I don't, I don't super mess with that. I, I don't know. Black metal ends up being just really loud and angry and like unnecessarily so. Like whenever, if you ever grew up and you like heard like metal like screamo music and your parents, um, were convinced that it was they were all satanists and like evil. They were summoning Satan with they, their music. They were they were probably thinking of black metal. And of course, black metal, most of it is just the worst metal. It's a, just a show that they put on. They, uh, they try to make, they try as hard as they can to make themselves seem edgy. Some of them take it very seriously. Others are just trying to, you know, entertain an audience that, that wants that. So, but that, that's, that's what black metal is. And I'm not a big fan of that. I, I tend to go towards metal core. So nice things like, August Burns Red and and um, even like A Day to Remember is kind of a mix between metalcore and pop punk music, which is my other favorite type of music is pop punk. I was going to say, and then you're sitting over there on the other side of the spectrum, just sitting there listening to Sylvanesso. Well, and it's like you said earlier, though. I mean, I have I have a pretty deep appreciation for any kind of music. I can listen to any kind of music and go, okay, I like that or, you know, okay, no, I don't I don't like this part of that or so. But just my favorites are typically rock music, typically metal, metal cores is, is what I listen to the most. I also listen to, like I said, pop punk. So the story so far and neck deep and uh, neck deep. I think generic modern, neck deep. Yeah. They're very generic, but, but I like them. They're, they're pretty fun. No, I don't, I don't um, have any problems with them. I just think it's really funny how 
they're very they are very generic and you can listen to them and you're like wow this is really generic but <laughs> this is like a country music song but it's actually listenable yeah and and that's what i was about to say is i could listen to pretty much every type of music and appreciate it except for country music i just can't get down with country music and i don't know what it is about it necessarily because what people tell me is they're like oh you just don't listen to the right kind of country music and I don't think that's true because I've heard the country music that those people tell me to listen to and I don't like it either. I don't know. Country music's like the only kind of music that I just can't get behind. Have you ever listened to, well, I've shown you a couple people, um, like really old artists and that's, I wouldn't even, here's the thing. I wouldn't even label them as country music because country Johnny mu- Cash is not country music. I wasn't talking in about my Johnny opinion. Cash. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like I like Johnny Cash and some people would say, oh, that's country music. I don't think it is. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to go on a tangent about country music. Uh, it's partially my own opinion, but also mixed in with some ammo that Bo Burnham gave me, but modern country and to the point where like most country produced now, um, is not, you is not authentic. It's not to the point where these people are actually singing about experiences they've had. They're literally just pandering. He has a, he has a joke song called pandering, but it's, it's so close to the truth. It's like, it was well, it was written as satire, but it's 100% a genuine critique of country, modern country music. Yeah. The only modern country artist I know who I enjoy and think is a, um, who, who's like sitting squarely in the genre of country. Who doesn't just branch out in like folk or other t- genres of the Americana spectrum uh, is Casey Musgraves. She writes authentic music and her songs are really great, but she's also just like, a really good performer, which most country music artists are, but she, I can, she, I can listen to her. I can listen to, um, most of the people are like, Oh yeah, this person, this person, this person, this person, I'm like who, who I don't care. Um, most of the well, people, and the thing for me too, country music, like all of the songs end up sounding the same to me too. And I don't know if that's just a flaw in how I'm listening to it, but they all sound the same. Yeah, there you go. They all sound the same to me. Well, I mean, it's most people would say the same about metal or any other genre that they just don't. That's true. They That's don't a good kick point. with. But one thing about and to continue on that little tangent slash critique is that other other artists like um, specifically Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, um, my personal favorite Towns Van Zant, and then there's also Merle Haggard and a bunch of other old artists who would be classified as country just because they were singing things like that aren't necessarily country music. They're, they're creating music, but I wouldn't pigeonhole them as country because it's the stuff they're writing about is authentic and true. And they're not trying to tell you anything just to like, get you to like the music. It's 100%. They're just telling you a story. Right. And because it's that, and because that's just like they're not even they're not also, they're also not affecting an accent, which I feel like most people are overdoing it. Those people literally. Yeah, and I think that that bothers me more than anything. This is coming from a person who grew up. You know, we we live in Texas, so most of my like extended family has that has that Texas accent. Yeah, no, and they, they, and and it's. <laughs> and and even when I was younger, I started adopting it to some degree. I one of my close friends, his mom, always tells me when she sees me now that, or not always tells me, but when it when it's appropriate or when it comes up, 
she she she'll tell me she's like, yeah, you'd come back from your grandparents and you just be talking real thick like a like you were from Texas, like you were a cowboy off in uh, off in the off in the desert herding cattle and whatnot. And I was like, and and so to this day, she's like, yeah, you 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 started adopting that when you were when you were younger. Um, and I thank God that I did not keep it because. <laughs> today anytime i hear somebody talking like that it's incredibly frustrating and it even frustrates me now because i have some vocal isms that are just in my voice what do you what do you not like about the southern accent my biggest problem with it is i feel like most of the time it just sounds like people are mispronouncing words and they just don't care they don't care to fix it or make sure that they are saying it correctly which is subjective because you know technically as having an American accent is technically incorrect because English didn't originate here. And this isn't how English is supposed to sound technically. I feel like we sound super annoying to all the British people too. Probably. Yeah. But But that's, that's, that's for me. That's what it is. It just sounds like people are saying words incorrectly and just, they're just okay with that. Either they're just okay with it or they're doing it on purpose. And that just bothers me. It's like the, I hate that. I, you're, you're annoying. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's to each their own. I personally don't find it annoying. Um, some people, and to go back to what I was originally saying was like those artists that I mentioned when they sing, it's not annoying. It's not to the point where I was like, Oh, I can actually get through these songs and like connect with them because they're not affecting anything. They're just literally singing how their voice sounds. Yeah. Which I can get behind. I can get behind anyone who sings and their normal voice. Right. Um, which is, well, that's because me coming from like zero vocal training. Um, I don't know how to have a studio quality voice just singing out loud. My voice just sounds like my voice talking, but singing. That's all it is. So anyone who sounds like they normally talk, I'm just over here like, yeah, look at you go doing that mm-hmm. thing. Original and unique. Yeah, it's amazing when you have somebody who has like an accent that's different than what they sound like when they sing. It's really weird. I remember, I don't remember who the artist was, Adele. but when I was a young, no. It's Adele. She no, sounds. No, it was when I was like four. So polished. It was like when I was four or five. It was not Adele. It was Adele. It wasn't Adele. It was Adele. So when you were four and five, it was Adele. Um, I agree with you, but I agree that she sounds super polished, but it wasn't Adele. It was somebody else, but she would sing and I was like, oh, that's great. And then she has like a really thick accent. And I remember um, my mom telling me that when I was younger and I was like, what? <laughs> you can't tell at all. That's the same person. Yeah. That's my impersonation of younger Jordan. But yeah, to move on um, for me. Uh, music has always been a big thing with my family. Both of my parents, um, well, they both enjoy music, varying spectrums. Like you said, grew up conser- conservative Christian household, homeschooled. My mom really loves gospel music. Um, and uh, one of her favorite albums of all time is by the Gaither vocal band Troop. Troop? I don't know there, but it's their acapella album. And it's just all these people performing songs acapella and it sounds amazing it's really it's a really great album um just from like growing up listening to it it's always just it's always nice to hear people who know how to sing acapella and compose songs that ways that way do it so i grew up listening to that side of music right there and then on the other side there's my dad who's over there with like bruce springsteen bob dylan um and just a a host of other other people um, who 
I could tell you if I heard them, but just growing up, that's who I listened to. Like we listened to Peter, Paul and Mary a lot in my family, ABBA, a bunch of bands like that. Ooh, yeah. ABBA. I know ABBA. Uh, ABBA is amazing. But all of the things that I listened to growing up um, from my parents was mainly them. Um, So they would, my dad plays guitar. Um, both of them sing together and they both just them singing and harmonizing with each other is the only thing that is the only vocal training I've had as just singing with my family. There's like, no, nope, you're not doing that right. And I'm like, okay, what do I do differently? And they're like this. And there was zero actual technique advice, but it worked. I got into, I've gotten to the point where I'm a pretty competent singer. Um, sang, I'm a pretty competent singer. Um, I but, sang pretty well there. Yeah. But Moving on from that, my oldest brother um, started working in a music studio uh, down in Austin. Or maybe it wasn't in Austin, but he, he worked in a music studio for a little bit, and he started branching out into, like, punk, 80s music, um, just music of all different alternative roots, uh, and brought it back to the house. Then that influenced my two older brothers, who are in between me and him. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And then that... And then the downward spiral begins. Well, all of all of me, all of myself and my brothers have had pretty much the same musical journey slash exploration. We've all started out really small. Then we all jumped into the killers. Then we moved into like the strokes and a bunch of other bands like that. Um, and then right now, anytime me and my brother, uh, the one right above me, his name's Kendall. Anytime we find something that we think is really cool, we'll just send it to each other send it to each other and be like, Oh, look at this. And it's like, Whoa, look at that. Cause we're all pretty similar in terms of what we like slash dislike. Yeah. Um, but also I should probably mention I have nine siblings. So there is that when I say older brothers, that's either one out of one. That's either three or two younger brothers or two older sisters, two younger sisters, depending on who I'm mentioning. Yes. But the one immediately above him is he's the one that I mainly send music to. But then one of, one of my favorite bands and it's the indiest thing that I know. Um, probably the most hipster thing about me is this band that started out in I- Illinois. Um, they went, they did a little stuff. Illinois. Lo- yeah. Illinois. They did a bunch of local <laughs> stuff. Then they stopped. Um, they did band camp. They did uh, Spotify for a little bit. Their name is. Oh, snap. Uh, Brian Lee and his orchestra. I was like, Oh, what is the name? It started. Brian by- Lee and his tiny orchestra. No, it's just Brian Lee and his orchestra. I'm pretty sure it's Tiny Orchestra. No, it's, I 100, no, it's you not. You showed it to me. Yeah, I have, but it's not. It's Brian Lee and his orchestra. But uh, you might be thinking of Walter Mitty and his makeshift orchestra. That's probably what I'm thinking which is of. A, which is another band uh, that is amazing. Um, another punk band. Well, like punk slash folk punk. But um, I would say one of my biggest influences in terms of my music slash just people that I always go back to is Brian Lee and his orchestra. And he's since moved on to opening a record store in Illinois, which when we went, when Jordan and I went on a trip to Chicago, tried to stop <laughs> by and visit, but it's a startup. So it's only open on Friday and Saturdays. And we were there on a Tuesday, Thursday. So that didn't work. Hashtag no research. <laughs> Hashtag we just showed up. <laughs> um, and then he also has a new band out called a new project, which is an experimental folk rock band called the young eyes. And they're also great. Their album, Infinite Light, is dope. You should all listen to it and check it out. Did you just freaking do the thing (laughs) to me? It was an accident, but it was funny. Um, 
in terms of like music that I listen to in genres, I generally gravitate around the Americana spectrum, blues, jazz, folk. Um, I don't know if jazz originated in the U.S., but if it did. It did. It 100% did? Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm pretty so sure, yes. All of the Americana music is stuff that I generally will enjoy. But then I also have, I have a lot of bands that I listen to from other other countries. Like there's a bunch of French bands that I listen to slash um, mainly mainly Latin bands down Mexico. Because um, <laughs> we live here in Tejas. No, there's there's some great, <laughs> there are some great indie. You listen to, listen to, De, to Despacito? I, I have heard of it. <laughs> Don't even lie to me. No, I, I've heard of it. I never listened to the song all the way through. Oh my gosh. Anytime it's playing, I generally just tune it out. Yeah. I, ma- I mainly listen. I'm the hipster. I mainly listen to music that I find interesting and it's on the indie slash alternative folk spectrum. So there's a bunch of uh, really cool artists from like Brazil and Mexico that I listen to. Um, so I try and widen my musical horizons as much as possible. And I've gotten to the point where I can appreciate and listen to music, to metal music as well. But that was the one where yeah. I, that was the one that I was like, not going to happen. That was my fault. That was like, that's never going to happen. And then Jordan was like, listen to the front bottoms. All right, cool. Now we've got you hooked. Listen to this band. Well, listen the front bottoms band. aren't metal, but they're punk. And so they... no, I mean, they're leading into it. And I listen to punk stuff. On well, I had to give him some things to get him to trust my, my musical taste first. So I was like, dude, listen to the front bottoms. They're pretty cool. I like their writing. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. The front bottoms are really good. Um, um, but then I also listen to grunge because Grunge is where I kind of generate in terms of like the metal slash rock spectrum. Grunge is fun. Yeah, no. Nirvana and all the bands that they spawn, well, all the movement that they spawned and bands that took on the grunge flag are great. I don't know any of their names, but I just listened to a bunch of mixes of them and they're dope. <laughs> but yeah, I also like classical music. Classical music slaps. Don't let anyone tell you that it doesn't because if they do... They're oh, stupid. It's, it's good. I don't know if I would say it slaps. Because yeah, it I, does. I don't know under under. Wow, <laughs> I don't one hundred percent know that I understand what slaps implies. But it just, it just means it's a bop. It's a vibe. I, I get I get that. It's but hip. I'm just saying it's hip. It's cool. It slaps. Wait, wait. There we go. It slaps. I don't. I don't know if I would say anything Woo. slaps. I don't know. Oh, that bass rift and freaking the intro to Cowboy Bebop slaps. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. But, but yeah, also freaking kind of a segue. Kind of not going to immediately transfer to the... No, I think that's about it. I mean, that that's our musical stuff. So yeah, we'll have, speaking of Cowboy Bebop being a TV show... That has an amazing blues jazz soundtrack... Cowboy Bebop's an amazing show. <laughs> that has an amazing blues jazz soundtrack. But um, I think I think the way we're going to format it is generally Jordan heads up the gaming section. I'll head up the music Yeet. section. And then we'll both kind of trade off on the other section because neither of us kind of fully devote our time to music or tele- sorry, film or television. That's a that's 100% what I just did. I just gave you a yeet just in case anybody was wondering. I'm glad you derailed me for that. <laughs> um, but... Uh, one thing I was going to say just before we completely switched over is that we're going to have generally like set topics in each section moving on from this episode. This is like we said, just the introductory episode. We're going to give you a little bit of our backgrounds in each different section that we do. And then also some of our likes and interests 
which you guys can then be like, oh, that's a stupid interest, and I want to fight you with it. And then you can show up and fight <laughs> and us. And then we're going to go, lol, you don't know where we live. And then if anybody who's listening to this that we know <laughs> listens, I D- guess, don't then tell they them, will know where we live. <laughs> don't tell them where we live. We are not equipped to fight. <laughs> um, but uh, one thing I was also going to say is that um, – Oh yeah, we're going to, well, we are going to, when this podcast goes out, we're going to start putting out playlists as well, just of both of our general um, uh, interests, and we'll post the link, probably make them through Spotify and post the link in the description for that week's playlist based on what we were listening to, or what we both think is like cool things to show people. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be all over the place, but yeah. I, I like that too, because it'll encourage me to like, listen to listen to new things because I, I i i'm really bad about um i'm really bad about not the only being it very adventurous with music i don't i don't listen I, i've been better recently but but a lot of times i'll just stick to the same things i always listen to and just listen to the same albums over and over again and oh yeah it's even gotten well i'm generally like a giant exploration before completely transition to the other topic but i'm a massive like music exploration person from 16 to 20 to I've been exploring music, like spreading out giant little spider webs, pulling things. People will mention bands. I'll be like, oh yeah, that band. They're like, how do you even know that band? I'm like, I don't know. I know them. <laughs> I don't know. But that song is a, that song's a banger. Um, but it's even got to the point where Jordan. Max is the kind of person where you, you, if you go to a coffee bar with him, he, he'll be able to tell you the name of the band of the song that's playing currently on the Just radio. Just because I did that at lunch today does not mean, <laughs> uh-huh. does not mean uh-huh. that I do it all the time. Uh-huh. But, um, I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying you probably could. Dude, there was a, there was a time in high school when I went to a Jimmy John's and they were just playing an alternative music thing. I was like, Oh, this is the strokes. Oh, this is the killers. Oh, this is freaking young. The giant. Uh, this is a bunch of other different bands like Mumford and sons. And it's like, everyone was like, you've named every song that's played so far. I'm like, yeah, jukebox, the max. Um, we, you freaking, freaking love we, that band. we freaking left the segue behind. So we got to go back and get, all right, let me just hop on the segue again. Three, two, one, let's go. All right, so um so what Max, what 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 would you say is your favorite form of video entertainment? Your most preferred form. Oh, most preferred? Prefer preferred? Preferred? Can you stop <laughs> making loud noises over there? <laughs> My phone dropped and I tried to pull it up by the charging cord and then it dropped again and I'm done. Uh, well, mm, that's a tough question because there's so many different, so many different formats that work for so many different reasons. Like a long form uh, TV show is going to be great for sussing out all the different little character, character moments you could possibly have with a giant cast of characters I'll, uh, game of Thro- game of thrones game game of thrones um yeah i'm 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 suddenly i mean game of have thrones. an english accent game of thrones uh game of thrones friends freaking battlestar galactica all of those <laughs> firefly rip um rest in peace uh, all of those are great and there's one that's called dark matter which is a canadian sci-fi television show which is amazing I, I love that one. I binged all of that when it came on Netflix, but um, freaking Twin Peaks, all of those long form monk psych, all of those long form television shows are amazing for like 
creating characters that you love and then like letting you walk through their lives with them. And then there's movies that are great as one-offs like freaking, uh, had an example in it. Blade runner. Blade runners. Great. They made a second one, but it's still great. Um, they're both great. Both I, of the Blade Runner films are fantastic movies. <laughs> both of the Blade Runner films are fantastic movies. Um, both of them. Both of them are great, but like for specifically one-offs that are great. So uh, Looper is a good uh, standalone feature um, for films. Um, there's also Logan. I'm glad they haven't done a sequel because that movie on I mean, its own. That movie is kind of a sequel, though. Kind of, but... If you just watch it as itself and don't even remember any of the other X-Men movies that were so terrible compared to this one, you're just sitting there. You're like, wow, this is the greatest superhero movie ever made. And that's my opinion. It's my favorite superhero movie. And it's also the only one that I would rank as an actual film in terms of for me, film and movies are different terms. Movies are are just videos that are entertaining. They're just fun to watch. Whereas films are things that advance the art form so you would put blade runner logan um citizen kane is one that everyone would throw in there a bunch of the cohen brothers uh wes anderson you could throw all of them in there um they make films which advance cinematography audio editing acting all of those art forms whereas movies are just kind of like fun there's they're just like fun yeah Whereas um, some video, and that's, that's true of every medium, like video games. There are video games that advance the media, the art form. And there are video games that are just fun. Like Apex is fun. And it's also, I would consider advancing the art form because of its ping mechanic, which is so great. Um, uh, well, no, other games have the ping mechanic. Well, never already. mind. Fine. Screw it. Never mind. It, Take that example. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, and that's, I can get behind that. I would say Fortnite is not a, a video game that advanced. The Fortnite movie. is pretty unique, actually, in terms of the, the building mechanic. I just don't think it's very fun. Okay, we'll put that in the art, but not fun <laughs> category. Um, but like I said. No, I think I think because art is so subjective, it, it varies from person, person to person, you know, what art classifies as. But and I mean. So in your in your. Movies in versus your, film thing. Yeah, in your movies versus film thing, it's just a subjective thing. Like it is. If you if you if you think that a movie did a really good job and it advanced the art form in a way that you think is beneficial, then you would call it a film. If not, then you'd call it a movie and like I wouldn't call Napoleon Dynamite a film, but that is one oh of my God, f- I would. <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies of all I think, time. I think it's one of the best comedy movies ever made. Well, yeah, I, I can see that. All right, cool, it's a film. I, I think I think personally, but to get back on topic, um, in my opinion, my favorite type of video entertainment is probably animation, um, of any kind, just because I feel like in animation for me, I'm the kind of person who likes really fantastic, um, you know, stories and, and set pieces and, and concepts and so um, I think that animation, in a lot of cases, allows for that more. And it's getting to the point where less and less so that is actually true. Um, like Ready Player One was a movie that came out recently that that shows, you know, you can make a whole movie out of this fantastic, crazy concept. that, And it sucks. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's left up to whoever sees it. But my subjective opinion is that Ready Player One 
sucks. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. I heard that it it was not the greatest. But no, I you know, I, I, I watched like five. Well, I watched it after it was like out, like out of theaters. But I watched like ten minutes of it and I was like, oh, I got to turn this off. This is boring. Um, and well, <laughs> I would say that then you can't form an actual opinion of the movie until you've seen the whole thing. Yeah, you can. You can form you can form an opinion of something without having seen it. Um, that's, uh, I don't know about that. I, I feel like you can form an opinion about the first 10 minutes. No, you can 100%. And you can make speculations as to what you think the rest of the movie will be, but I don't think you could just form an opinion after watching 10 minutes of a movie. Oh, you can. About the whole movie. Well, I wouldn't say about the whole movie. You can, no, you can have an opinion about the whole movie. Well, whether or not. Well, you can. I'm just saying I yeah. don't think it's accurate. I don't think the opinion would be accurate because you've seen only 10 minutes of it. So you can, like I said, you can speculate what you assume the rest of the movie will be. But until you've actually seen it, you don't even know. But no, my example, no, no. my example is, um, my example is Blade Runner. Uh, and I think that Blade Runner, Blade Runner is like one of my favorite, one of my favorite movies ever made. And uh, I think that the beginning of Blade Runner to some can be very boring and people don't really know what, what it's about or what it's trying to say. It's, it is, it's, it's, it's somewhat subtle at the beginning. You have to be paying attention to what everybody's saying in order to understand even slightly what's going on. So, you know, if you watch the first 10 minutes of Blade Runner, you're going to think this movie is going to be, dull and boring and it's just going to be people doing exposition the whole time and that's not what the movie is but you know and it and it kind of paints a picture and gives you an idea of kind of what the rest of the movie is of uh, a slower paced movie because it is a noir film it's a film noir and so it, it it is slower paced it's a little darker it's um it's kind of got a somber tone to it so it, it's kind of indicative of what the rest of the movie is. But I would say that if you watch 10 minutes of Blade Runner and we're like, this is boring, you know, I, I think you're missing out. I mean, for me, gen, genuine, genuinely, I can tell within the first 10 minutes of a movie whether or not I like it. I don't think I've ever watched a movie and like I've changed my mind later about whether or not I liked it. Mm. I mean, for me, it's just... It's the first impressions. That's what counts. Um, I've never came back to a movie uh, that I thought I liked in the beginning and like watched it to the end and be like, oh, actually, I changed my mind. This movie sucks. Because I know so many people like have felt that way about like they don't like How I Met Your Mother because the ending was bad. But I love How I Met Your Mother. Um, I love the ending. I love how they did it. Anything, any way that any writer chooses to tell their story and that I'm behind it from the beginning, I'll probably still like it at the end. Yeah. Um, so for me, <laughs> it didn't end the way I wanted it to. I, I don't even think that for me, I'm just always like, how are they going to do this? They could do this so many different ways, but how are they going to? And then when they do it the way they wanted to, I'm just like, sweet, which is why there's like so many different cuts of Blade Runner. But the last one is the greatest one because it's the one that the director uh, Ridley Scott had full creative control of, over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that one with Trevor, our friend. Um, and first first five minutes into the film, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I like this movie. Oh, it's so good. I was like, this movie is going to be so great. And then I just. So good. Uh, there's a scene where it's after he got beat up. I don't remember which scene it was, which time it was, because he got beat up so much in that movie. But he takes a drink of water 
and blood from his mouth goes into the water and it's like because there's a light behind him so you can actually see the blood float and then start to dissolve in the water and i just sat there and i said out loud i was like oh that was good that that was just a good shot to see in a movie yeah so for me genuinely genuinely i'll find other reasons why i like the movie but first first five to ten minutes of a movie i can tell whether or not i liked it um and that's just me as an intuitive person i know what i like i just don't know how to describe it so when something happens that i like i'm like oh yeah that's a good thing this is a this is a great thing that i enjoy um it's just you find similar things um and he you know it's the thing nothing's nothing's ever unique everything's been done before so when you find someone doing it again but with their own spin on it it's never fully unique so you're going to be like oh yes i know i like this thing that's why yeah. we, that's why we have genres that's why we have categories because we're like oh yeah i know i like this thing so i'm gonna do it or i'm gonna watch yeah. it but for me that's why i can that's why when i watched first five minutes of ready player one i was like this movie sucks <laughs> um, yeah i guess that back. i guess that makes sense but i i just i don't know I it just takes me longer, I guess, to form an opinion, which is actually indicative of just me as a person. I just yeah. take a long time to think about things. But but yeah, going back to the original thing we were on before, we broke into <laughs> seven million tangents. Um, animation is my favorite, probably of video entertainment. It's probably animation because I think you can do a lot more with it than you can with others. Yeah. And not to say that it's definitely better than the others. I just. I like the things you can do with animation quite a bit. Yeah. And I, I prefer, I, I don't actually prefer any of the forms I prefer. Actually, it depends on what story I want to tell. I would prefer using a different thing. Like I've told you about a bunch of the ideas I've had. I have one that I want to do. That's animation. I have one that I want to do. That's live action. That's only short film, something that's a series, different things like that. For me, I'm more, well, for me, I feel like I appreciate all of them. I don't have a preference. Mm-hmm. I like each what I like what each one can let you do as a creator. And I prefer to, I prefer to ingest what other people have chosen. So I don't want to watch like, I don't want to watch something that someone else has, has been in charge of. So like, I guess the, that's why I don't want to watch the original blade runner release because the, he wasn't fully in control of that. They added the narration uh, with Harrison Ford and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. The, the original release of blade runner is, crap uh, no it's not crap it's just not as good it's just it's missing a lot of things in, in that, comparison it's incomplete there you go it's not crap it's incomplete yeah or, or too complete in in its case no it's not it's incomplete some things are there that shouldn't be and some things there that should should be shouldn't be should some things aren't there that should be yeah there's just, just it, some things are missing and some things are there that shouldn't be right uh but the the director's cut is the best Mm-hmm. version of that movie. yeah yes director's cuts of most movies are going to be better yes than cinematic typically releases. well and it's because in any creative project that you have you can get too close it, it's your baby right yeah and and you don't want you want to love it for everything it is and everything you, you can put into it. that thing and sometimes you can you know you can hurt it you can get too attached to it I if think. you squeeze the baby too tight its head will pop off and then you'll be left with Blade Runner cinematic release. Yeah. Well, actually, that wasn't his fault, so never mind. But yeah, so um, and and, and like like he said, I, I'm I and I like all kinds of 
of genres i don't necessarily stick with animation yeah i don't think that any kind is particularly better than the other um that just typically is the kind i prefer yeah your preferred medium just because of the kind of stories i like to entertain myself with as well a lot of times uh animation offers that more so than anything else does but i love myself a good horror movie uh emphasis on good horror movie um because i'm very picky about horror movies the witch yeah the witch is really good um freaking folklore on hbo that thing is great yeah we watched the first two episodes the other day uh the wee wee and uh, the first one was, uh, the first one was very entertaining, and the second one was good too. Um, Do you know the way we? It was. It's very different though, and it's cool because they 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 have directors. It, it, so they're all um, they're all Asian films, or short films, I guess. They're all Asian short films. Uh, it's kind of an anthology series called Folklore. They're all Asian short films from different countries like Malaysia, uh, Malaysia Indonesia. Wait, I was just saying. Uh, they're from Indonesia, Thailand, uh, Singapore, Japan, and Korea. Yeah, and they they brought on directors from those different countries. The the like some of the best horror directors from those countries to do these uh, these anthology short films, and they're oh they're, boy, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm liking them so far. We haven't watched all of them, but we're probably going to because they're they're really good. <sighs> Well, we really got to get a better SD card. Um, yeah, you know, but hey, we're back. And I think we pretty much, we, we kind of went off on tangents on the, the video. Don't admit the, video, the tangents. Video entertainment thing. Um, it's not going to be generally, for most, for the most part, it's generally not going to be that tangenty or that long for the most part um yeah i mean th- this episode was kind of built around tangents i guess just because we're kind of talking about hey what do you our... like remember every single thing you like so that people can relate to you and we can have listeners yeah so it, it's more so just to kind of establish where we're coming from whenever we do in the future talk about anything that involves entertainment um it, it kind of just it, it kind of just is to give you an idea of um where we're coming from, what our kind of opinions are, because I feel like that's important anytime you listen to somebody's opinions about, especially about something that you like, um, you have to understand where they're coming from and what they like and what they already have decided that they like and pre-established things that they like. That That's how you kind of can judge their, or you can reflect their opinion off of your opinion to form a different opinion potentially or keep your same I feel like you should never take somebody else's opinion as your own. You should always bounce it off of what your own formulated opinion is. So, you said reflect, and the only thing I can think of is the freaking shine from Smash. <laughs> like, reflect your opinion off of someone else's opinion to form a better opinion. <laughs> Boink. Um, yeah. So I think next week we are going to um, deal mostly with fighting categories. So video games, we're going to talk about fighting games um, that we like, that we enjoy, that probably are slept on, or some games that are not slept on and that are just great. Some games that are trash. Um, In movies, we're going to talk about action movies, specifically dealing with martial arts and things like that, because there are some great ones. No spoilers, but 
It's gonna be awesome. Um, and music. Music. We'll probably talk about metal because that's as close as you get to fighting. Nah, we'll talk about. We'll figure something out with music. Bro, have you ever moshed? Yeah. It's basically fighting. Yeah, but still. It's fun. Anyway, we'll figure something out with music. Um, we'll also have a playlist. Our first one, ready to for people to listen to and then be like, wow, you guys' music is trash, if you want, but who knows. And with that, we're going to end this podcast with a song. It's done. Cool. All right. See you guys next week. Nice. See you.